0: Hey folks! Welcome to Kaiser's Castle. Uh, tonight's going to be a blessed show. Uh, it's going to start off with Kate, and then it's going to start right after that with, um, the unpleasant blind guy, Dave Milner, which we all know is not unpleasant, but he is a blind guy, and he's a great dude. So, here's what I'll say. Thank you guys for coming in through my drawbridge grabbing yourself your coffee tea soda and adult libation if that's what you're going to grab and sitting on my big orange couch and waiting for Kate and she's going to start to show off with the tail of the wampus cat so Kate here you go my friend
1: hey brother thank you for having me on your show well, of course, sister. Why wouldn't I? The legend of the Wampus Cat. Hmm. Well, we sat around the campfire last night, yesterday, I told the story about the Wampus Cat, and we all went down to Wampus Cat Holler. Because on my property, there's a little hauler called, again, Wampus Cat Holler. The legend has it, depending on which legend you listen to, is back in the olden days, I don't have a time period, but it was back before the pilgrims came. And there were a lot of Indian tribes around. And there was this creature. And the creature, according to legend, was either a humanoid creature with a cat-like face, cat-like paws, could run on four legs or could walk on two. Or another part of the legend, it sounded more like a eight-foot Bigfoot walking like a humanoid with a cat-like face, cat-like features. But barring those descriptions, let's go back to the tribes. Legend has it that if a human saw the wampus cat, the wampus cat would take your soul. Kind of like a frontal lobotomy where you just walk around like a zombie and really not know who you are how you're even existing. All well, these tribes got together and decided to send in their most fiercest warrior to destroy the wampus cat. Because every time the warriors would go out to go hunting, there'd be one or two that never came back because the wampus cat would take their soul. So the tribes chose this warrior, the strongest, the bravest warrior. He had a wife and a couple of kids and he accepted the mission and off he went. A couple months later, there was no sign of the, the warrior. Five or six months later, still no sign. The wife was getting worried. About eight months later, into the tribe walks this man. Barely recognizable, but it was the warrior. The woman got her husband back, but he wasn't the same. That wasn't her husband anymore. She wanted vengeance, so she went to the tribal council And asked the Tribal Council if they would allow her to seek out the wampus cat and destroy him so she could get her vengeance for what this creature did to her husband and to her family. And a medicine man came up with a mask and said that this particular mask not only scared the wampus cat, but would kill the creature. So he gave her the mask and the council gave their blessing for her to go out and destroy the wampus cat. And off she went. Several months later, there was no sign of her. Several months after that, she's out walking the forest, still seeking this creature. And then she heard a noise down by the river. So she creeped through the forest, got to the river, and saw this creature bending over, getting a slurp of water. And she put on the mask and took off running towards the creature as fast as she could to destroy it. The creature screamed. And she jumped on the creature, and she killed the creature. And the legend has it that the Spirit of this creature still roams in the hollers of the Appalachian Mountains searching for that Indian woman who got vengeance for what that creature did to her husband. So when you're in the Appalachian Mountains or any other mountains for that matter remember Bigfoot remember creatures remember The Wampus Cat.
0: That was the
1: best synopsis
0: of that story I've ever heard, Kate. And I appreciate you uh, for coming on. You have hosted a great event tonight for not only uh, PSN and around the campfire, but for a large portion of the community, which did turn out and we all had a great time and nobody has anything they can say except for we all had a great time and much love and merriment happened
1: it was safety. an epic weekend
0: yes it was and that's the beautiful part i speak i sp- speak <laughs> i speak with a smile
1: <laughs> You sneak yeah, with a smile
0: I, I've been up as long as you have So <laughs> pardon my slurs
1: No problem But, I,
0: but uh-huh. I'm going to
1: let you have your show And I'm going to go to bed
0: Alright go back to bed Go to bed <laughs> All right. I have
1: a date with my pillow God Y'all have blood. a good night
0: Alright you too Alright thank you Kate for the Wombat story You're now, welcome Now folks um, what you're gonna get is the unpleasant, although we know he's pleasant, that's why I always dislike saying this. blind guy. there's nothing unpleasant about him, and he has some stories for this Halloween, and um with that being said, Dave, jump into the fray and have a good time, my brother.
2: all right. Uh, thank you Kaiser and it was nice meeting you Kate if you're still listening if you haven't fallen asleep yet yeah um I had a couple I, i'm usually not very good at this ooka booga stuff however uh, it, i will want to i do want to thank Kate here uh, because Everyone has been trying to figure out where it is that Democrats came from, and now we know what the chief influence that created them was. It was the Wampus Cat. Okay, of so yeah, so thank you for that, Kate. Uh, that's
1: uh, <laughs> you, you are so welcome.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's uh, something. Now, I grew up in Texas and um, in North Texas, and right now American I'm here Dorses. in Burlington, Vermont. Uber, say again Angel.
3: My condolences.
2: Oh, actually, um, I you know wasn't it wasn't bad at all. No, um,
3: I was just know, I was uh, I was messing with Texas there for a second. Uh, okay, a okay,
2: <laughs> yeah, understood, understood. Yeah, um, now I've got a story from there, but right now I'm in Burlington, Vermont, which shows you that you should never, um, get a woman over the internet. Okay, um, so good point here. Yeah, here in yes. Burlington, we talk about the story of Champ. Okay, uh, Champ is the uh, is the Adirondacks version of the Loch Ness Monster. All right. <laughs> now, Lake Champlain is is pretty big. It, in fact, it was almost declared a great lake. They tried to get it declared a great lake, and they couldn't quite make that happen. But Champ as they have, um, I'll go ahead and read this, because this starts out with Indians as well, all right, because um, we know that uh, so many of our American legends do. Uh, in the beginning, the Indians that have long lived and hunted near Lake Champlain, uh, the, um, the Abenaki and the um, Iroquois, uh, had their own legends about a large creature, inhabiting the lake, which looked like a large horned serpent or giant snake. The uh, Abenaki term for the creature is uh, Kitzcog. Early in the uh, 18th century, Abenakis warned French explorers about disturbing the waters of the lake so as not to disturb the serpent. Samuel de Champlain, um, whom the lake is named after, of course, is uh, often erroneously uh, credited with being the first European to sight Champ, uh, <laughs> but readings of his accounts show that he saw something near the St. Lawrence River Nevertheless his account of his sighting is of interest to anyone with an interest in lake monsters so that's that's basically what this thing is okay and, and uh, I will tell you guys I've been out on Lake Champlain I didn't see champ but of course we always look for it and it is um, it is said among us here in Burlington that the more alcohol you consume the more chance you have of seeing Champ. And, and I've never tested that now, but it, that is said to be the, the legend. And reported sightings are numerous from, as you just heard, the 18th century all the way to today, basically. All right, so that's, that's the story of Champ. If you ever come to this area, uh, please spend money. And also... Um, if you're out on Lake Champlain fishing or, you know, you're out swimming or boating, something like that, there's a lot of good things to do on Lake Champlain. Just keep an eye out because you may actually see uh, a, um, you know, a kind of a horned serpent-like creature. Um, then just get a glimpse of it. Nancy there. Pelosi's out there? Uba?
3: Nancy, Pelo- Nancy Pelosi's
2: out there? <laughs> no. I no, think no. so. Oh. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, no, no. I said, I said a horned, um, serpent-like creature. That, that's, um, no, no. That that's Joe Biden. That's down in Delaware. Okay, it's, oh, it's up here. God yeah, me. yeah. The, 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 a few, a few of their friends, though. I'm sure uh, a few of their friends, because we do have several people in Hollywood that have uh, bought h- houses now. out here. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now, if you want another one, I do have another one. I got to tell you guys. I was all gearing up because I thought this was going to be uh, the uh, your election special. So I had I had the really scary stuff up about Joe Biden and Democrats and all of that, but that, that's okay. Um I'm going to move on here because I I did save this stuff <laughs> from um that, from- that comes on the first my brother
0: one oh, I see long one and you're going to be there with us for the long term and it will be fun okay is
2: for the kids my brother gotcha 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 okay yeah so that'll be on the first all right well i'll uh, i'll uh, try and mark that down and, and try and remember because everything is about to go insane it's about to go as crazy as the lake worth monster that's right yes um from uh, from Lake Worth, um, which is in my area of, that I grew up in, all right. The terrifying Lake Worth monster kiddies. You don't you don't want to see the Goat Man, okay? That's that's what I'm saying. All right, <laughs> the Goat Man of the Lake, the Island Monster. What else would you name a seven foot plus tall being that could hurl car tires? Like they are mere child's toys and appear sailing from the treetops to land Shaquille with... O'Neal
3: in his prime.
2: <laughs> well, that's true. Okay, <laughs> to land full force on the hood of passing cars. So goes the legend of the Lake Worth Monster. I'm I, you know, guys, my God, here growing up, I, I heard about this. Woof, I think actually earlier than this article brings it up. But um, Inner Lake Worth, just west of Dallas and just east of Fort Worth in the middle of the uh, lake is a uh, landmass known as Green Island where the monster is alleged to have roamed, okay? The creature has also become known as Fort Worth's answer to Bigfoot. So there's just some more Bigfoot stuff, guys. Although stories and sightings of the creature uh, had been common for a few years, uh, attracting many young thrill seekers and skeptics, the first photographs didn't surface until 1969. Uh, like I said, guys, I've been I've been hearing about this thing uh, ever since I grew up. Okay, um, let me just get around to this other thing here. According to Sally Ann Clark's book, The Lake Worth Monster of Green Island, Fort Worth, Texas, the monster jumped onto the hood of a man's car. The man reported that he and two other men were out on the island looking for the creature. When the creature landed on the hood, the man said that he swerved his car wildly uh, about the road and the monster did not let go until the man crashed into a nearby tree, right? And uh, that's right there. You hear stories about this. I I heard stories about this quite a lot growing up, um, especially involving uh, young people that would go out to uh, to the island to uh, do a little bit of this and that, if you know what I mean. And the goat man showing up and tapping on the windshield and jumping on the car and things of that nature. So there you go, guys. If you're ever out on Green Island on Lake Worth, okay, be careful of the goat man and teenagers. There you go. Well, I say yes. Always
0: be wary of the young. What's the old adage? I know you will understand this, brother. Um uh, youth and strength will always be uh, put aside
2: by age and guile. Your thoughts? Well, yeah, of course. And of course, we don't know how old the goat man is. so I mean, he could very well be uh, be one of those um, one of those older creatures that has been around for a long, long time. And uh, now, the the whole thing about him being a bigfoot, Or possibly being a Bigfoot. You know, it's one... I don't really get into Bigfoot lore that much, but I can... uh, As an academic interest, it is interesting to me that, as far as I know, North America is the only continent on the planet that does not, aside from Antarctica, that does not officially have some sort of an anthropoid ape, monkey, or um, something of that nature... That is native to that continent. Every place else has one, you know, even if it's just monkeys. Okay, uh, but North America, no, nothing. So, you know, I mean, there's there's a story of Bigfoot. There's the the uh, story of Big Bay Tide down in Louisiana. Uh, of course, there's you know, I mean, all of these, and uh, I have to say that it. It is fascinating that almost every area of the country you come across has some kind of a similar legend.
0: Oh, heck yeah.
2: You have uh not just Bigfoot, you have the swamp
0: rat, I think it's called Angel can correct me if that in Florida. Um Angel please do correct me is a swamp something. I can't remember what
3: that um, thing. Um, Well, they've been trying to drain the swamp, so maybe that's what they're looking for. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Maybe the swamp.
3: um, uh, Again, Nancy Pelosi?
0: Yeah, it could be. Hey, look, I am not taking Nancy Pelosi off the shelf. And honestly, why don't we do this to scare the kiddies a little more? Um,. Here's what I'll say. Uh, Dave. Oring, Are you talking about but, the
3: skunk ape, by the way?
2: A skunk ape. Yeah, that, that's the one I was thinking. And, of. and I'll just oh. comment that Nancy Pelosi hasn't been off the shelf since the invention of the steam engine. But go ahead.
3: Yeah, well, no, that and her breath does smell like the uh, Great Depression, I heard.
0: Well, well, there was some. Yeah, I agree with both of you on that. Uh, but <laughs> one thing, uh, Nick Capallo, the comedian said one time it was hilarious man uh, Nancy Pelosi in the 60s was a Chevrolet model folks look it up Ew. He, said, he said she was a H Pua uh, remember she's mafiosa her daddy came from uh, the mafia and uh, let's go to politics to scare everybody uh, her daddy came from uh, Maryland, and he was a mafioso, too. He was a Don. This is where it gets funny. Um, she actually was the model for those Chevys. And, folks, just type in Nancy Pelosi modeling cars, and she is a Pua, a hot piece of ass. And uh, during that year... So in era, other
3: words, I should not make fun of her again, or I will probably... No, 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 <laughs> make fun of her more... Or as they say, uh, as they say, suicided.
0: No, 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 no. Not, not even. Uh, make fun of her at your liberty, both of you, and I will always, because I don't care, I'm half Sicilian. Uh, the point is, she was a hot piece of ass back then. Now she's nothing but bodywork. Think about bondo. If you're, all you folks that like to restore vehicles, uh, think about where you
2: put bondo in. That's what she is. She's being propped up with nothing yeah. but fakeness. So, her, so all the work that's being done on her, you can say that is the equivalent of um, a of an original restore of a '67 Camaro.
0: Yeah. Oh, exactly. And what I'll say about this, I was thinking this, more like a I'll Ford say- Pinto. No, it was Chevy, so it has to be Camaro. <laughs> but but, but the funniest part about that is, remember, whenever she smiles, all those muscles contract her anus. So she wears Depends. She shits her pants. She smiles, shits her pants.
3: and that's, Boy, the, that's It depends if she's even human. Get it, Depends? Hey, wait, <laughs> wait,
0: wait. He said Depends, yeah. There, yeah, there was an old joke that says... I did there. What does a uh, 60-year-old pee taste like? Ah, yeah, it depends. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, the point is... Um, Ouch. Yeah, I know. I just did that slow burn. People have to think about. Uh, but, yeah, man. I'm. Here's the whole point of this whole thing. is that, um, you know... Things change, times change, and thank God, uh, none of us changed. Since I've met you, Angel, Samad, Dave, and Kate, we've always been able to have fun discussions. Um, and and that's for real. Um, and be real with each other. And just think about that, man. I mean... That's kind of the important part. And I don't want to hijack the conversation on politics, because actually that's more...
3: No, it's just making fun of her, like in a comedy, fun, yeah, spooky kind of that, way. Yeah, but that Because she is literally the Wicked Witch of the West at this point, let's be real.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: Exactly.
0: She's the one that was caught under... Uh, the house and that died and Dorothy got her ruby slippers and then you have Velma you know who or whatever the good witch of the north was.
3: I think you're confusing uh, that with Scooby Doo. Velma isn't that from Scooby Doo?
0: I, I, I can't remember the name. <laughs> Jinkies. It. Jinkies.
3: Yeah yeah, I am right. this could be new.
0: Yeah, maybe I can't remember the good week. which of Jeez
3: Scoob! Uh, he made a mistake.
0: North or West. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Anyways, it was her evil sister. And kinda that's what we were seeing now. And of course this can't go live for the kids. Um, because I don't want them to hear that kind of thing. We're, we're telling, uh, well, I, I absolutely, uh, Dave's uh, channel can, or what he said and what Kate did, that is perfectly fair and, and balanced. Uh, but mine is just like, I am. I see what they're doing. This is, if you want to be really scared, folks, adults, what you're looking at right now is a subversion. And we have a little bit of time. And Dave, uh, before the election, I want you to tell folks, what you see on this version, within the United States. And that's not the whole West. This is the United States. And did you get my post on uh, um, the list? That's all I like to call it, the list, or not.
2: Yeah, I did get your post on the list, you know, um, now if, if you want to go into this area and I've got a few other things, um, you know, at least, at least not a spooky thing, but a thing I think is good for kids anyway, um, coming up if you want, but I'm seeing some very interesting things just regarding the election, uh, interesting stories and things of that nature that are starting to pop up and, uh, it it is uh it is pretty fascinating. One I'll give you, which is a personal story, is uh now I usually leave my phone off, and that's because unless I'm making a phone call, I I just don't uh, see having the yammering thing on. If people need to get hold of me, they know how to do it, and they can do it through Skype and things of that nature. They can just send me a Skype message, and I'll get hold of them. But usually, I have my phone off now. Earlier this week, I was waiting on some eye meds because, as everyone should, I'm trying to prepare everything and have everything stocked up and ready for the uh, aftermath of this election coming up. Okay, and now I live in the state of Vermont. That's Bernie country, and, and I mean this state is so blue that you that it's almost black. But in the short Oh, I guess I probably had the phone on for about six hours or so. I got calls from three different pollsters. Now, that's fascinating when you consider that uh, that they're supposed to have this locked in. All right. This, again, this is Vermont. You would think that the left would not have any worries whatsoever about this particular state. You would not. But evidently they do, because otherwise they would be um you know they would be uh, they wouldn't even be wasting money on posters. Posters cost money. Yes, they do. Posters cost cash, and they wouldn't be wasting it here, trying to research people if they if they didn't wonder about whether or not they're secure. I'm talking about the left here is secure here in Vermont. Okay, so that's a personal story, and it's one that you guys can comment on if you'd like. Um, I'll give you a little time to do that if you want.
0: Oh, what I'll say is I don't think the left's secure anywhere. Um, I think this – here's my personal bias. Angel, you can chime in your thoughts too, but I think the polls are wrong. Uh, They're being cooked. And the other thing I think, uh, okay, uh, we're a week out, and anything can happen. It's Anything Can Happen Day in Disney World. I honestly think it might be the last time we'll see a Reagan landslide. Your thoughts, Angel and Dave? follow him up and you tell me if I'm full of shit. And Angel, you too.
3: Well, uh, I'll just throw my two cents in here. Uh, Since the early voting started and we had the last debate, I don't know if you guys noticed, but it's been trending online heavily in the last uh, two days. Uh, Can I change my vote? And uh, as we know, a lot of folks uh, early on voted uh, Biden because they don't know any better. But since more and more stuff are coming out now about what's uh, really been going on, uh, it's funny that that's been trending. So I think we're going to have a, a huge red wave coming up uh, within the uh, from here to November 3rd. Uh, it seems like America has been waking up more and more. And uh, it's funny that that's trending. I think that's why you're getting these posters uh, calling you. And I've had a lot of uh, bot calls also asking questions here in Florida. And, uh, I'm, you know, it, it is what it is. I think people sometimes missed it uh, when, uh, you know, we've been talking about this for the last uh, couple of years about Biden. But, uh, you know, I think that overall the country is going to have that huge red wave. Uh, And it's going to be a lot of Democrats that are going to uh, vote Trump because you can only con people for so long. And, you know, Biden has lost the elections uh, for the presidency before for being a liar. Uh, And, and, you know, he's a known racist and he's all, you know, a bunch of different things in the scandals that he's involved in now with Ukraine, Russia, China, his son. uh, I saw a leaked video that was disturbing as heck uh, that was posted online and then it was removed immediately because he, and the media is completely uh, covering up for Joe Biden on this. But uh, the video actually showed uh, Hunter Biden uh, engaged in drug use with a uh, Asian prostitute, and uh, she was using her feet for good luck, if you know what I mean. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, they posted that video yeah. in and that the got removed. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it that's exists. that was the uh, alleged. Uh, we can't confirm that but it was alleged in some circles that uh, it that might have been an underage woman not, you know we, again these are uh, speculations folks but the video was out there and uh, I personally saw part of it it was blurried the, uh, you know some parts uh, the all main those part, right. yeah. yeah. Uh but it's out there it's on the interweb and uh, it's uh, you know again uh, right on the uh, cusp of the election. So I think we're, we're going to see that big red wave. Uh, what do you think, Dave?
2: All right, Angel. Yeah, well, you know, what you're talking about is something that I speculated on, which is I was wondering after the election if there was going to be any buyer's remorse from all these people sending in these cheat by mail ballots. And you just confirmed that there might well be some. Uh, now, The news is is very interesting. You have to look at outlets, and you have to look at what they're talking about. And Yahoo News, which is just super left, came out with a story tonight basically saying that Democrats are very nervous about a repeat of 2016, and that's why they're pouring money into battleground states and – TV ads. Of course, if any of us have watched any TV, uh, we've we've seen just all sorts of Joe Biden ads. And there are things like that. And then there are things like a story that I saw uh, just uh, just as before the show came out. Now this is very interesting. Uh, Joe Biden's transition chair is backing a proposal to impose term limits on the Supreme Court. I'm just going to read the first part of this one. This is out of Breitbart, by the way, um, and uh, this uh, this is very fascinating. I see uh, Ted Kaufman, the leader of the presidential transition team for Democrat Party nominee Joe Biden, has signed onto a letter backing term limits for the U.S. Supreme Court. They're calling it the uh, they're calling it the the democratization. Of the Supreme Court, um, and Bernie Sanders is also backing this in the Senate. Now, if the left were so secure in their belief that Harris Biden would win the election, I don't think they'd do this because they're they're backed into a corner now. As far as that goes, it's either pack the court uh, or uh, or do something else that would shorten the lifespan of possible conservative Supreme Court justices. And let's remember, Trump wins. He could very well fill a couple more Supreme Court vacancies, uh, you know, and one of them, of course, being held by Justice Thomas, who's getting up there, okay, in age, and has been putting out signals he might retire at some point or he might not. it all it all depends. I don't think Justice Thomas is going to croak an office uh, you know like Ginsburg. I don't think he's that power mad, but I think he does care a lot about his country. And he does want to retire, but he wants to retire in a more secured environment. Uh, so yep. seeing this seeing this possible, well, seeing this move, by the Democrats, I think is is a signal right there that they're worried about a about a possible red wave, and you know it, it's just one of these little things. Again, you have to, you have to look at when uh, when these people put this stuff out. You have to look at it in in four dimensions because Democrats try and think and act ahead, which I wish Republicans would. Uh, but there there is uh, there is that little thing. Go ahead, uh, Kaiser. You do have
0: one problem with the Supreme Court. Stevens. Uh, he's up there in age, and he's put out like, I want to enjoy my life. I don't want to just come here every several months to judge on things. And that's a for real concern for conservatives. Get out and vote. I always say this. Look, I'm a political atheist, but I know what's wrong and I know what's right. And um, if we lose the Supreme Court, that's something that has been the bailiwick, and, and I've said this before with Trump. I may disagree with a lot of things he does, but the thing is, the Democrats and, and the Republicans Republicans, neocons, and neoprogs is what I prefer to call them. Um, they both hate him. I mean, you know, you have neocons, uh, Bill Crystal, Newt, uh, not Newt, I'm sorry. Um, um, French. French. Uh, French, and uh, that's who I was thinking of when I said new. Well, the I French are
3: that. assholes, there, Kaiser.
0: And and I I know that, but I'm saying, uh, oh. Romney even who's in the Senate,
3: another asshole. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. but that they're all neocons, and then you have neo progs, Pelosi, etc. They're not getting their DoD dollars. They want to steal from you. Look, folks, when everybody hates you, uh, I kind of put my back up and say, well, if you're hating Trump, that means you're hating somebody, that, the people you don't want elected. Do you want eternal wars? I, I make my living in wars. I'm sick of it. And so are most military members. Um, do you really want to do this? Uh, I think you might want to rethink that process. And uh, Trump has made peace with how many countries within Israel by bypassing uh, the Palestinians? Because they're always the people who hold everything up. And everybody's always said, since I was a kid, in the 70s, I'll never forget. Yasser Arafat out there in 79 or 78, I can't remember when. Oh, it was so close. We went down there to the island, and it was so close, but we couldn't get peace in the Middle East. Trump's actually doing it, and there's rumors that Saudis even going to do that. The most religious nation normalized relations with it uh, from Islam to the Jewish state of Israel. If Saudi does that, and yet Obama got a Nobel Peace Prize for causing nothing but war, that causes me to think and pause.
3: Well, he he got the Nobel Peace Prize before he even did anything. Like he uh, stepped in as president, and then like immediately he got uh, the you know the Peace Prize. It was like, well, uh, okay, I'll take it. But he literally had done nothing as president, and yeah, he caused nothing but wars after that. Uh, the, even the the people who nominated him said, that, yeah, we we goofed on that one. We uh, should never have given him the nomination, I mean, they've publicly said that. Uh, so, that leads me to believe that yeah, that was a, a giant no-no. Now, as far as uh, Trump, he's been nominated now four times, gentlemen. Four times in the span yep. of a few months for what he's been able to do in the last three and a half, four years. Uh, if you think about that, that's incredible. No other president could boost that.
0: And the last president got the quote-unquote highest award. From Saudi Arabia, that big bling that he put around his neck was Obama. And guess what? He didn't do anything. He didn't defend. I was there in the first Gulf War. Uh, I don't remember any generals getting that award. That was all gold. Uh, All of our awards from the Gulf War, everybody got it. The defense of Saudi Arabia. The actual award. There's a certain amount of gold in there. That's for real. And and it wasn't like gold leaf. It was gold. And I'm more proud to display the actual one that I got. Because they didn't even come out with the award from Saudi Arabia until I got out. And that's a, a whole separate case. And everything in there that's gold is actually gold. And the funny thing was, uh, I would love to give him credit. Dagon, I can't think of his
3: name right now. But the- well, I'll, I'll say this: uh, Trump loves gold. Remember? So
0: yeah, well, of <laughs> course, you know, but he's more of a fillery gold guy. Uh, this metal actually I... Has gold? It's solid in there. And here's the thing about this: uh, this captain I was in, uh, I'd left first FSG and I was in third FSG, and he was like, "You, well, you raped us." And I was like, "Well, you know, I, I don't really care. I medals don't matter to me. It's about the travel and the experience." And he's like, "Nope." Um uh, and called the formation to give it to me. Uh, But he actually went out and bought it. The one you buy doesn't have, it has filigree, gold filigree. And it wasn't until, like, I was out of the Marine Corps for maybe five, seven years. I can't remember how many. And I got that sent to me, you know. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But guess what? The only one that I ever wore was from him. And that's on my actual legend. A legend is something that a military member assembles. And uh, it, it's put on a little, like, plaque kind of thing. And that gold one would we'll never grace that. Because this captain... Um, Went out with his own money and bought it. I know this for a fact. No, he didn't tell me. I heard it through the grapevine. And uh, be, just because they had the fake one already go. And, folks, I'm telling you, think about this. I'm wearing the fake one, or at least it's on my thing. But I know what the real one is. I got it. And it's kind of Trump on Twitter, the fake one, the fake Trump. Although he's not fake. He's telling you the truth. But he's not putting the gold standard behind it. The gold standard is he's creating jobs. He's creating opportunity zones. Anyways, uh, Dave, if you have something to add, you know how it is. We were all uh,
2: free. Um, I just want to say, as a, an an exit here, as far as this, the the uh, spooky stuff goes, and everything else for the kids, uh, this is something you ought to consider doing uh, as as a course of study. I don't know if if you ought to get into it as a profession because you'll wind up in academia, which stinks. But uh, consider archaeology because there are many many questions that have not been answered concerning uh, human beings that have been around, you know, guys, consider, consider this one. Uh, Everything that I've read says that, um, you know, now if you believe in intelligent design like I do, okay. um, Everything that I've read says that homo sapiens sapiens, in other words, people that look like us and everything, have been around for anywhere between 150 and 100,000 years. Now, if you look back at the uh, the cities and everything that have come up, all of our recorded history and everything, that only goes back about 7,000 years. All right, even if you bring it back to 100,000 years, that's 93,000 years that are more or less unaccounted for, okay? And that means that there were ancient peoples that did some really great stuff, but not a lot of it has been uncovered. Some of it has, and this is a course of study that I think kids would find very fascinating because I believe that there was a technologically advanced civilization that was around before a worldwide cataclysm. Now, you can call that the flood or you can call it whatever you want, but I think that's What it was So kids I agree Archaeology Very fascinating Bit of study Fellas it's been A very great pleasure To be on with you God bless Brother I am glad you're
0: on And I know We're burning time What I'll say to you folks Is I'll always be honest With you And thank you For taking a seat On my big orange couch Uh, Pick up Your glass Of your coffee tea, So or a libation—it might be a mug. It matters not. I'll slowly raise the drawbridge as you meander off. Kaiser's Castle on Castle Talk Radio.